Hey, Michael, this is Tony Taylor calling from uh, White Rock, BC, Canada. Hi, Michael, it's Dawn Berry from Sunridge, Ontario, Canada. Just wanted to touch in and let you know how much I really enjoyed being on your podcast, The Tangled Mind. It was an amazing opportunity to be able to share with your audience, to be able to share with you and to uh, collaborate. And when we do that, it makes a big difference to somebody somewhere in the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Tangled Mind Podcast, a platform that I'm providing people with mental health issues or even family members to come along, talk about whatever they want, whenever they want, and see if we can help other people out from all around the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Tangled Mind Podcast. On this week's show, we have Ben. He is... A dancer. Um, he's going to be talking to us about obviously male uh, men's mental health and the stigma that there still is behind it all. So, yeah, let's hand it over. So, Ben, how are you? Yeah, um, really good actually. I'm having a good day today, which is uh, good. Um, yeah. So my name's Ben. Hi guys. And I'm a dance teacher, dancer, choreographer, director. Meet like video concept yeah i run a media business um so yeah um i put a vlog out as if you don't follow my vlog then follow it it's on youtube ben adams um where the series is called the chronicles do not ask me how i came up with that name i literally saw chronicles and i was like oh snap i'll do it so yeah i um i released the vlog last sunday so my vlogs obviously come out every sunday at 4 p.m and I express the difficulties that I've been going from since December, January last year to this year, January, and obviously going forward. Um, it's a pretty sore subject um, with my wife still. Um, she gets quite upset about it. My family get quite upset about it. But yeah, in January, I did nearly succeed in taking my life. Um, I tried to overdose and then... I kind of didn't really feel that kicking in. So I tried to hang myself, but luckily Lorna kind of um, came in, saw everything. She kind of put my fingers, well, you know, not going to go into the whole gory details, but yeah, she kind of pretty much saved me. Um, Same with that. Luckily, no children were in here before anyone says, because obviously if anyone knows me, I've got twins and a daughter. So they were over there, nans. And I just hit breaking point. I was... I didn't know what was going on in my head, really. Um, I had voices. I was seeing stuff. I was extremely, like, stressed to the max. Um, a few things, trauma-wise, has happened in my past. And it kind of all led down to me having a psychotic breakdown. And I kind of enclosed myself away from my wife, my family, friends, um, health service. You know, I think they kind of picked it up quickly when I was going to the doctor and stuff because my doctor was like oh like you know after appointment he was like this is off the record are you feeling all right you yeah. because I lost well I lost about four or five stone I was I was bad <laughs> obviously now I'm kind of a bit of a chunky monkey but <laughs> um yeah so I was I was looking worse to wear and I'm quite a I like to bring my image you know every two weeks you know that ritual yep um yeah so it was, yeah, January time, just before lockdown hit, I hit peak point, as I'd say. And I kind of had a big breakdown in front of my wife. I just kind of said, look, why can I not get the help quick enough than, you know, 
Sally down the road that's a woman or you know I'm not saying women but you know yeah. it's just I kind of had in my head I kind of felt that alpha male role with my kids and you know being the you know family income supplier I kind of felt like look if I express that I'm feeling weak and vulnerable then my kids are gonna be like well hang on a minute my daddy's no superhero my daddy's not tough you know which don't get me wrong like now I've kind of express truly myself and that lot my kids are more chilled that you know they're they come to us more and um yeah it's a bit it's a bit more it's a bit more relaxed now in the household no one's walking on eggshells um yeah so it's just um excuse me you can hear my kids in the background <laughs> don't worry about it um, that's fine <laughs> yeah so it was just it was just boiled all down to like this stigma that i kind of brewed up in my head and um it was yeah it was just an awful awful experience i'm like to this day i'm still hearing things in my head i'm still see stuff that you know nobody sees but i kind of see it as reality but since getting that vlog out people are kind of coming to me and they're they're not expressing themselves truly but they're saying like look i've kind of hit this wall and i i can feel that they've kind of hit this barrier <clears throat> and it's 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 kind of upsetting because some of the stuff that people have come up to me and said it's it's kind of the stereotype, not stereotypes, but it's the um, the stigmas that I had. And it is, it, you know, sometimes I've had to say to two of the blokes, I'm like, look, I'm going to have to get, you know, Samaritans to bring you or, you know, hu like there's a new charity called Human, which is a uh, free online chat, which I use on a daily basis and is really good for me, um, which I, I'll, I'll put it in my vlog. Um, if anyone wants to see Human, it's a good resource to use if you are in in um crisis or samaritans um calm but yeah there was a few lads that kind of worried me which it it, it kind of shocked me because they they kind of aren't the people that i would put the nail on the head if that makes sense yeah no absolutely. Um, a lot of yeah you know so a lot of people put me as this really energetic guy like really fun really happy but you know like in in here or in here i was i was a mess like i was I didn't even want to be get out of bed. I didn't even want to go teach my classes. You know, like it was a real struggle, like real big struggle. And like to this day, I get kind of like, poor, you know, a bit disheartened. Well, not disheartened, but since, you know what I mean. Since you've obviously put the vlog out there, then it, how's that helped you? So I used to vlog um, a lot. So my Instagram has got quite a big following anyway. Um, I've, I'm not going to lie, I've, I've grafted my ass off to get where I am today, like anyone else that's a hard worker, but, you know, I'm going to kind of toot my flute and say, like, look, I've grafted to where I needed to be. Um, I used to vlog quite a bit and, you know, people were loving it. People were like, you know, subscribing and stuff. And then I just stopped when obviously my, my, my mental health just deteriorated. Um, and I think with the vlog, it helps me kind of express who I am and what I do and, you know, and if like, a lot of people have kind of come to me like, oh, do you know what? I really enjoy watching your Sunday episodes. I kind of get snugged up onto the sofa with a cup of tea, excuse me, sorry, with a cup of tea and watch it. Because they are like, what, 15 to 20 minutes long. So it's a proper episode. Um, so it kind of gives me like a focus every week to kind of like sit down, you know, I've got to plan my week ahead, the content, you know, so people are engaging. And yeah, it's, it's kind of gave me like a more of a bigger focus. But now I've done that, like you know so much projects and stuff are coming my way it's like okay good i've got like seven months worth of content in my hand now 
Um, so if I could give any advice to anyone is keep try and keep yourself busy, busy in a project or something that you're creative or good with. So I've got a friend that can sing like he didn't know he could sing and he was in the car and I, I vlogged it and I've got the footage for this week. So it's a bit of a sneak peek. <laughs> um, he's he, he's insane at singing. Uh, we, you know, he went to Pirate FM. Well, he didn't go to Pirate FM. We went to the studios. And that was it. He did a like a session, paid for like an hour session, and he was already noticed by Pirate FM's um, director. So he's already making connections. So it's, you know, just finding that that like that passion for yourself. So I don't know, like my brother um, who suffers with autism and stuff. He he loves cars, like absolutely loves cars, and he he focuses on that every week. If he's having a down day, he'll go to his garage, tinker with his. Um, I don't even know what car he's got now. VW, I think, like an old school '80s VW. Yeah. And you know he'll he'll have like an hour or a couple of hours, and he'll come back, and he's you know he's the brother I know. He's calm and that lot, but obviously when he's having a crisis, he's a different person. But yeah, if I give any advice, I'd try and home in on something that you wanted to do. That's what I kind of find. But yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a ride. It's I'm I'm enjoying the process of creating all this. It's really good, and I'm homing in on my. Um, business as well like my media and stuff so um, <clears throat> literally behind well in front of me right now I've got like four screens like editing this vlog and I've just finished a wedding video and it's it's constant so it's good I'm kind of like progressing in my career which is nice to kind of reflect on if that kind of makes sense let's let's come on to that then what so you've got your media business what what obviously mm -hmm. I, I know what it is because I've had a look but what what is it for the yeah. people that don't know what it is so we're a media um, specialist. So obviously you've got like, the Cornwall channel, big up to Shane Solomon. He's a video specialist. You know, he does his promos of videos. We kind of do that step further, which we do like Instagram stories, um, you know, promotional videos that are eye catching and popping and, you know, that cinematography sort of thing. So you see all the big like boom, bang, crash, you know, making like your business stand out from, you know, the rest sort of thing so i've got a business at the moment i'm working with not gonna um disclose who but it will be um announced very soon and their product oh my god if i could sell you the product just looking at it would sell itself but yeah it's just kind of giving that edge for businesses that have kind of suffered with covid and you know that haven't got the budget and stuff and we kind of help them towards it so yeah and we do obviously like media, yeah. So it's all media content and video stuff and that lot. So yeah, that's white line media for you. But we do weddings more than anything. That's yeah. our big, big thing. Um, and then my other business is my dance. I teach dance like <laughs> thirty days a week. Yeah, <laughs> always Which, doing it. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a time consuming, but you know, I I teach like the future generation, which is nice, and you know, I. I teach for a school called Cornwall Dance, um, another school called Believe, um, Trio in Newquay, and I've got my own group called Envy, which obviously your mum has helped massively help me fundraise, which I've got to get her a glass of wine or a bottle or two or five. Well, to, to be fair, <laughs> the last time I was down in Cornwall, probably what, June, July sort of time, I it down just for the weekend to see my mum. Um, mm. And I, I was helping, I think I was helping my mum and dad do something at their house. And she was talk, talking to me about obviously your dance group that you set up and trying to get fundraising and stuff like that. For uh, so, 
Yeah, to be fair, yeah, we that, at that point, obviously, that's when I found out, obviously, about you and who you was and what it was you yeah. doing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, Envy, oh, God, Envy, I set up in, like, 2014-15. Um, because at that time, Cornwall wasn't really a, like, on the scene for dance at that, at that present time. Like, we were known, but we weren't, like, oh, let's, like, you know, agents would go in, oh, that school down there or, you know, that that agency down there they were always looking at like manchester london birmingham you know the big cities and like a few dance teachers down there and myself were like nah screw this like we've got some phenomenal talent down there um and i set up first of all i called it envious but then i went to a competition and there was another team called envious i was like oh no um and then one of my parents was like why don't you just call it nv you know n and then a v i was like perfect like this is this you know so we entered that and yeah since 2014 15 it's been ever since so at the moment we've been selected for disneyland so yeah Yeah. that's another thing that kind of kind of helps me cope with all the stuff that i've been diagnosed with so yeah it's uh it's just finding your coping mechanisms i think and kind of um, what did my therapist say kind of don't home in on the the um, bad but kind of home in on your um, positives yeah so yeah. kind of your pros and cons but yeah I agree with what you just said then about obviously focusing on something you enjoy doing sit in, mm. in your your coping mechanism because it's like obviously you know with me bloody flies you know with, with obviously <laughs> you know with me obviously my dad obviously yeah you know, from my mum this me doing the podcast this is this is the way I cope with it because this can, is your coping mechanism. This is, yeah, yeah. Because I can speak to guys like yourself, professionals, other people that are going through all different manner of mental health situations. Like, situations. Yeah. It's it for me. This is the way that I can talk about it and mm. open up. Obviously, I talk to my missus. I talk to my mum on a daily basis about it and all of that. It's a. If I could, if I could probably pop it in one balloon, I would say, you know, like my, my wife, I cannot, I cannot fault my wife. Like she's amazing. She supports me with everything I do. Like I've kind of jumped with a new business plan with my clothing line and stuff like that. But I haven't actually found, you know, I've got, I've got good mates. I've got close mates. I've got one real best mate that's going through the same. And I kind of speak to him on a daily basis, but I kind of haven't found anyone, you know, it's good, good and well speaking to like your missus and stuff, but you know, you can't really relate, they can't really relate to what you're going through. Yeah. So <laughs> if I could say anything, try and find somebody that's in your leash or not your leash, but, you know, speak to another male or something, you know, I'm, my inbox is always open. Well, I've got um, on Instagram and as well as the, uh, the groups that I'm obviously part of on Instagram. Mm. I mean, um, I've just joined a mastermind group, obviously more so for the oh, podcast nice. to get that out there and, build the brand and all that sort of so I ain't got a fucking clue what I'm oh, doing. Nice. So it, even it's like last week I was in what they call the hot seat and it for me I knew I wanted merch, I knew I wanted like hoodies and stuff like that and I didn't really know what I could put on it. So on there I was able to talk about like different ideas and I came up with one I'm mm. just I, to be fair, I put I put an order in for a couple of hoodies, just literally saying hashtag tangled mind across the test chest. But yeah, it's that's sick. It that's sick. 
I just want I just wanted something that obviously relates to the podcast so I can wear it. So on the sleeves it says podcast here and here and then yeah. across the chest it says hashtag tangled mind. But well I'll let me know when they drop because I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've I've just ordered two, but I've I've gone done it through a um just like a independent company, just like a family business, because the bloke yeah. bloke and her, his wife do it. But obviously, with that places like that, it's going to take like three or four weeks because they've got day jobs as well. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do know that 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 feeling. I mean, I use a textile company for my clothing line, so mine, my textile com- um, factory is all over in Turkey. So literally, I've got to ring up or WhatsApp them and be like, "I need this, 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 and this," and they're like, "Yeah, cool. two days, bang, it's at my door." I'm like, "Whoa, that's quick." Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, I want to find someone that's independent for the clothing brand, but just with the orders think, that I'm getting, it's just a big. I think that's I think that's the reason why, because initially I've only ordered a couple just so I can see what the quality's like, things like that. Mm. I've yeah, I, I'd rather go somewhere like that. Obviously, that are a little family-run business, because obviously they're in this country with everything that's going on COVID-wise. Their business is not struggled but slowed down, so. I just thought I can, yeah. if I can give them a little business back, then why not? Then I get more orders in, and people obviously wanting to get by them, or because everything that I get money wise, I am just going to put into mental health charity. Um, I haven't chose which one oh, nice. or how many yet, but I, I'm just do. I don't. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm going to be putting it into. Yeah, if charity. I could, if I could recommend anyone to like firstly put money in is calm um when i i mean there's been there's been um uh, two scenarios well two scenarios two uh, occasions that i've tried to you know kill myself um or commit suicide um and i think my wife rang calm and she put them on the phone to me and do you know what i i cannot fault them in any way shape or form um they calm me down you know, they kind of made me see reality and stuff, but they did say in the statistics that men, if they don't do it in the second time, then they do succeed in the third time. And, you know, they kind of gave me the, the, um, what's the word, the reality of the aftermath. So when I'm gone, so they don't say, oh, now they kind of tell me the aftermath and, you know, they, so well, you won't see your daughter down the aisle. You won't be able to walk your daughter down the aisle. You know, you won't be able to see your kids graduate or see at school and stuff. You know, and that kind of kind of broke my heart a bit. I was like, oh, actually, I'm. It's a bit of a. It's not. A, I'm not telling. I'm not saying it's, it's a selfish act, but you know, it's. I'm not thinking of anyone besides myself at that point in the matter. Yeah. Um. Which you know, anyone like I've had. I've I've had a couple of friends this year that have gone through suicide, and you know, I've. I haven't even noticed it myself. Nobody's noticed it, but you know, it's it's an awful, awful thing. But now, because I've got kids, I've kind of put them first. Um, but if you could put any money, I would say calm because their services they've helped me get to where I am now. Like yeah, they've no, helped definitely. me which which professional service to go to, what route to go through the NHS. Um, I mean, I've got a support worker at the moment called Tom and. <laughs> Like, if I could be partnered with anyone, he's literally my double in personality-wise, like, you know, and he's he's phenomenal, like, the NHS. I, I can't even thank them enough. Like, I 
I generally, if it wasn't for them, and if it wasn't for their services, I, I generally don't think that my wife would have a husband right now. Yeah. I generally, that's that's from my like, in like from my heart, like, I generally don't think that I would be here today if it wasn't for the guy on the other end of the phone. But all I can say is, if there's any lads that you know are going through the same thing or they're kind of heated up, then kind of speak to your friends or kind of. You know, if you find me on Facebook, Ben Greenwood, or get me on Instagram, I'm happily enough to listen to you. Like, you know, it's 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 a very fragile world we live in at the moment. And I think if people are more more kind instead of you, you see it on social media, don't, like everyone's quick to the gun to jump at it, you know? It's like that um picture of the um uh of of um what's his name? Barack Obama. He's he's in front of a crowd, but he's looking like he's hitting his wife. But in fact, he's actually shielding her with the rain that's coming yeah. over. So it's kind of that illusion, you know, and I think that's what social media, because I, I get it. I get caught up in social media. Um, like with me being with the influence I've got on Instagram, I'm, I'm constantly on it, you know, getting trends, getting to the next level and stuff. But yeah another another thing i could advise anyone to do is have a break from social media like honestly have a break from it like my sundays and saturdays i don't go on it i'm nowhere to be seen i put my phone away and that's it done um i think that's the, the thing, moment to be fair it's like for me when i first started the podcast i was on instagram every day like forever because I, I had five months on furlough so i was i was off off work for five months so jesus Obviously, for me, I was literally just hammering every all the, all the social media platforms. I was recording like three or four podcasts a week, and yeah, it got to a wow. Point, it got to a point where I was like, I ain't going on anything for at least a week. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like <clears throat> like I get obviously my friends joke with me and stuff, but I know my like my friends banter. But you know, people kind of assume that you know if you have a massive platform that you're going to be on it constantly like back like the other day i held a workshop in bristol and over a, like over 50 people came and don't get me wrong like, i'm blessed to be in the um in the industry i am and with the following i have but you know some of those like all of them messaged me that same night you know i'm like and i've kind of got a little bit overwhelmed with it and yeah so i got back to them all in like my you know through the week but you know it's just yeah, I, I would say backtrack. So maybe I've got an app at the moment that I've just downloaded yesterday that kind of times myself on my phone. Yeah. When it hits that timer on a daily, like my daily dosage of my phone, let's say, it, it turns it off completely to the next day. Like completely shuts it down, which I, I, I can't fault at the moment. You know, I'm, I'm feeling more energetic. I'm feeling more, you know, let's come on, let's get this popping. Let's get this going. Like, you know, and it's it's helping me. Um, obviously, I have my my bad days. When I have bad days, they are bad, like yeah. real bad. Um, so, and that that's the day that I kind of like. Um, oh, where is it? Um, I've got like a my support worker's given me like a sheet because I suffer with um, sleep paralysis and um, they call it hallucination, hallucinogenic nightmares. So I'm awake, but I'm actually dreaming. So like I. Like I don't mind expressing this to anyone. Like I see, like the only way I can um, describe it. Do you know the Red Devil face of Insidious? Yeah. 
I see that when I have these sleep paralysis episodes all the time, like literally two of them coming at me at such a slow rate, but I can hear their hissing just like, like so loud. Um, and like my wife can say, like, can say to you, like, I'm screaming in my sleep. I'm probably, I'm punching out. I'm, you know, at the moment, like, cause she's had to put like a pregnancy pillow in between us at the moment. <laughs> so that's how bad it's getting. But, you know, I'm only on week two with my therapy. Um, I'm with this new, um, it's not hypnosis, but it's like a, a sleep hypnosis sort of thing, just to see what the trigger is and stuff so they can get to the bottom of it. Um, but yeah, if, and this whole, like, like you said at the beginning, the stigma, this is what really grinds my gears. Um, I've seen what really grinded me was what I saw on Instagram today um, about a, da- a daddy will always be the alpha male no matter how he feels. Now, I'm sorry, I've got like, I've got students that are what, 12 to 16. Now that's the vital kind of, um, what's the word? Like knowledge, like you, you kind of take everything in from 13 to 16, don't you? And then like from 17, 17 to 19, you're kind of like, yeah, I know it all. But then you're like, <laughs> you know, mum and dad kind of stop it. No, you don't. Um, yes, I saw that today and that really enraged me because there was, there were some people commenting and go, yeah, my husband's always down and it's really pissing me off. And it's like, hang on a minute. Like, how do you not know that he could be, you know, stressed about the bills or have an anxiety about what the next paycheck's going to be, you know? Yeah. And I just think if we kind of all stopped with a stigma and this stereotypical, you know, the man's got to be the man, then I think we might be on the road to recovery for all of us, you know? Like in my that- household at the moment... Carry on, sorry. No, I'm just saying, like in my household, like Lorna's obviously built her business up to the to the point now that I can kind of like step back a bit now and be like, okay, I can enjoy the kids, I can enjoy a day off, or I can enjoy this, you know. And we're both kind of working together as a team, so yes, yeah, I kind of got this massive pressure off my shoulders now, and I'm flying with the butterflies, as they say. To be fair, it's that I, I get what you're saying. It's like for me at the minute, at Olivia, she we had a baby July last year, so she's what 15 months old. Congratulations! But she's I, I've got three, but I've got two of my ex, and then this one with Olivia. But mm. with Olivia, like she hasn't, she decided she was didn't want to go back into care, so so obviously. For me, I've been the one that's Understandable. having to earn everything. Yeah. And obviously every month, it's <coughs> literally this 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 red book on my desk is just, and this one, is just full of like the finances, literally. Yeah, that. same here. Oh my God, that's so weird. Like I've got a, I've got a unicorn one and then I've got a black one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. yeah. And I, I literally, it's like if, if I go into here, for instance, on I've got monthly outgoings. I've then got mm. what's left to pay on the wedding. I've then got what's left to pay on month, uh, like videographer. <laughs> you know, to be fair, yeah. Um, depends if it's we going. We deal. Oh, when are you get married? March. <laughs> uh, well, your staff don't count. Just to let you know on that one. Yeah. So you can have 15 guests. You, so 
everyone's getting confused with this. So your 15 don't include your staff. That doesn't include your photographer, videographer, vicar, um, anyone that's to do with your venue or your reception, like reception, it doesn't include that. So you can have 15 people plus and your staff. Yeah, because they said the 15, the venue said the, and the registrar said the 15 includes the two registrars at the venue. So no, it don't. Is it not? I will say uh, what I'll do. I'll send you a um, a government league like the legalization on the um, COVID, and it is set. I think it's paragraph four, section five. Your staff, including receptionists, um, like I said, photographers, videographers, um, vicars, anyone to do with the uh, venue, it's not included. Yeah, that's quite. Good. So you could have like yeah, you can have fifteen of your family and friends plus your staff. And then what? What with the what's with the reception then? What as in like your is it like still after 15, Is it still fifteen at the reception? I believe it's fifteen or thirty because the last one that I just went to, they had twenty-one. How long? When was that? I think, literally, like five days ago. Not even that. Like nearly a week ago. Oh, fair enough. I'll, uh, so... I'll, I'll speak to Olivia. See what she says. But um, mm. no, yeah. We, to be fair, we've just paid the photographer because we live in Nottingham, so obviously we're mm. like five hours from you. But yeah, we just paid. We just paid off the photographer, um, which to be fair. Well, yeah. My... Carry on. Go on. I was just saying, let me know if you need a videographer because I sort you out a nice deal. Because obviously, you're your mum's daughter. Well, yeah, you're Lisa's son. <laughs> yeah. So I sort you out a nice deal. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll speak to Olivia see what she says, and then I'll uh, I'll drop your message. But no, yeah, obviously, yeah, of course. With everything, with, back to obviously what was like the stigma mm, and things like that. Uh, there's buyers doing what we're doing. Obviously, me doing the podcast, you doing your vlog, all of the other mental health advocates, shall we say, that are out there. Yeah, buyers doing what we're doing. Hopefully, <coughs> we can sort of chip away at that stigma and stop it but yeah i mean it, it's been around for a few like it's been around for hundreds of years you know like when my great granddad was alive like he was i'm not gonna lie i looked up to him like a, and my 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 um grand's partner i look up to him like you know some superhero because in my eyes he is a superhero you know because i never saw him cry never saw him break never saw you know never um but i just think now this day and age we're at a stage now where I think it's affecting not just like me and you, it's affecting us worldwide and the numbers <sighs> don't even get me started on like the, the suicide numbers. Cause it's just, the stats, yeah. it's, it, it's scary. And it really, do you know, it, it actually rose 56% in lockdown. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, I was reading That's, that earlier. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified. It, it, it's scary, mate, because, like, obviously, for me, I, I know, I know it sounds horrible, but I know it will happen with my dad, and my dad said it will, that's how it, he, he knows that's how he will go, he just doesn't know when. when. But, and obviously, for me, my, me to sit there with my dad, and him sit there and say that to me, I was like, Fuck you now. All right. Mm. Um, shit. That's what exactly, what, yeah, that's what, 
see that's what I said to Lorna she kind of just sat me down and was like so how do you feel do you want to be here I was like if I'm going to be honest with you no like I am just waiting for the moment like not the moment but I'm just I know I'm going to go but my time's not now if that like makes sense to anyone you know so and for her to sit there and hear me there's someone that she, you know she loves and marries and wants to spend the rest of her life with say that it kind of yeah, she said it's 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 daunting. It's scary. Because it, 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 um, it obviously like, I, I, it for obviously I, I personally don't feel the way obviously you you and my dad yeah. do, but at the same time, from the family members side of it, it it's horrifying because it's like for me I'm I'm waiting for the phone call from my mum. Because obviously they they're down somewhere near you. I don't, know, I don't know where you are, but they're down near you. But where in Cornwall are they? Uh, Bodmin. Oh, they're only literally ten minutes away. Yeah, they they live well. They they're just outside Bodmin. They're in St Brood, just off on the moors. Oh, oh, so nice, nice and excluded then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in in the middle oh, of nice. Bodmin. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like even Lorna and my mum and that lot have said they're on. They're, they're waiting for that call, you know, from the hospital or from the police or you know. Um, but don't get me wrong. I have my days where I'm like, Ben, snap out of it. Like you've got a hell of a life coming up, and you've got a hell of a life watching your kids grow up. But then I've got days like last week Wednesday. I just sat in bed, and I'm a quite. I'm a, a very pristine guy like I get keep, keep myself you know clean shaven moisturized <laughs> um that day I didn't get out of bed didn't want to even speak to anyone didn't like even Lorna came in and I just told her to go away and I just sat in the dark for the, like the whole day and I didn't even go on my phone like you know and it's it, it's just now it's learning like I think what Tom said is like learning to kind of express that um dark side if they kind of they he said to me yeah and kind of kind of not defeat it but kind of learn with it like learn what if it what it wants and stuff but yeah that's a that's another topic which i could go on hours and hours and hours for <laughs> well <laughs> bef- before we wrap up then it any final bits of advice that you've got for anybody that's listening or watching in your case I would say you're not alone. You are not alone. If you feel you're alone, reach out to these charities that are out there. They are there for a reason. They are there to help you. Now, I know it's, I know it's easy for me to say that now, but I'm telling anyone that is listening, that is going through this, your hard time or whatever time you're going through now, speak to people. I honestly, I thought speaking was awful, but I did it once and I felt so much better. Um, so yeah, you're not alone. And for anyone else as well, be kind to each other, a bit, bit more, more kinder. You know, don't be don't be so horrible. This world's fragile as it is. So that's my I'd say that's my advice. Perfect. Well, what I'll do is obviously thank you for obviously coming on and chatting. It's been it's been good. No, for, mate. My pleasure. Me, mate.